Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stowell. Hey, y'all. And Michelle Ander. Hello. We're talking Rick and Morty, specifically the episode that aired last night, season four, part two, Never Ricking Morty. Um, that title's basically just Rick and Morty in it. Yes. yes. Never ending story, I guess. Um, so if you are unaware, we are moving to a new podcast format where we'll, podcast format where we'll be not talking about every single episode of every single show weekly. And I say that. And then, of course, here we are talking about the first episode of Rick and Morty that comes on because I had a strong reaction to this episode. And so we need to talk about it. So we won't necessarily. Like Dylan just started like flipping shit. I did. Yeah. Dylan was like, we have to do it. Look, uh, we won't necessarily be back next week or the week after. We will at the very least at the end of season, at the end of the season. But if there's super notable episodes, we can come on because we need to at least quickly debrief on this episode. Also, it's our podcast. We can do what we, can we, just do what we want. I felt like talking about this one. We can talk about this one. So uh, the, yeah, Quick, yeah, just quick podcast here. Subscribe to our Rick and Morty feed so you don't uh, so you, if you don't know when we're going to do it. So just it'll pop up if you're subscribed. Uh, search Overly Animated Rick and Morty on whatever podcatcher on Spotify, on YouTube at youtube.com slash Overly Animated. Um, and check out our previous po- Rick and Morty podcast at Overly Animated.com. So I, I, I want to talk about like, is this episode great? What is what does this mean for the show Rick and Morty? Because this is such a meta episode. What does this mean for what the show is about? But generally, we can start with, like, Delaney, uh, did you have a strong reaction to this episode, too? And did you like it? Yeah, okay, so I, like, messaged Dylan, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I just had a stroke in the middle of this episode, <laughs> but it was, like, a good stroke. I think that's an appropriate um, reaction to this episode. Like, oh, my God. Like, there one, this episode was, like, so meta. It was, like, ridiculous. Like, it was just, like, overwhelmingly meta. And then on top of that, like... I'm sorry, the Bechtel test stuff, I just, like, lost my mind. <laughs> when they, what is something we will never do? Okay, Morty, do you know what the Bechtel test is? Like, I literally <laughs> lost my shit. Like, I just started yelling. And then, of course, at the end, we're like, Jesus. And I was like, I'm done. I can't. Just literal like, Jesus, yes. Literal Jesus. So, like, this is, like, this is going to be the episode now where you're like, what's Rick and Morty about? And it's like, watch this episode. Does, does it answer the question? I guess so. We'll talk it, about like, it. Like, yeah. this is, like, the most, it's, like, it's, like, an anti-Rick and Morty episode, but it's also the essential Rick and Morty episode. That's, that's what I thought. It, I, that, it, I, it this felt like such a quintessential Rick and Morty episode, more than anything else this season. Yes. Yeah. Which I but think then is it's also, like, but it seems not Rick and Morty because this isn't the episodes we've been having. That's that's true. So we'll talk about what that means. That it's a little. It's so yeah, I agree. Weird. That's a little confusing. Yeah, Michelle, what did you, did you like? Never working, Morty. I mean, I guess I liked it fine. I didn't. I mean, the the Bechdel stuff did honestly really get me. Like, and we can get into that later. Just like the <sighs> Morty, like trying so hard to think of like what female things could be, and just throwing them all together, <laughs> putting bows on the scorpions, like that kind of thing was like so funny and so like it, it felt very plausible for his character to just like panic and and try to just make that work um the train stuff i mean yeah like honestly this did kind of like give me vibes of like you know classic scary terry kind of like episode mm. stuff you know just like jumping into like different scenarios for the sake of like doing it a lot and having really funny maybe slightly gruesome outcomes of those explorations but then like 
pulling back onto what's supposed to be the reality of the show towards the end, even if there's a little bit of like, but is this the true reality? Like, I feel like we touch on that every so often, every season too. I I mean, like, I, I would say this one had like consistent high jokes for me or was necessarily the most fascinating but again, like it is like the quintessential Rick and Morty episode, like Delaney's saying. Like it's not, you know, we're not getting a lot of plot stuff, but it is thoroughly entertaining for what it is. But not not one of my favorites, I'd say. Like there are things in in this season so far that like I've absolutely loved that were such a surprise. But this just feels more like general solid episode stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. I've seen a lot of variation on opinions. Definitely valid. Um I think, like, we've connected with the heist episode. We've connected with the snakes oh episode. Oh, my gosh, yes. The heist is so I, I still think about that quote all the time. <laughs> you son of a, son you of son a bitch. You son of a bitch, <laughs> I mean. It's the, the, it's the, the best meme from the season. Um, uh, That's I how I should have replied to the email. God. Yeah, know, come right? on. Dropping the ball on that. The <laughs> podcast scheduling emails. Um, I think I like this episode better than those. I, th- I, I just had such a strong reaction to this the first time I watched it. And I will say I rewatched it and... And sometimes the jokes settle in for you and you don't have as as big of laughs. And I think this episode's kind of dependent on a lot of shock laughs. But I don't know. For me, this is like the most successful jokes per minute the show has done this season. It's um, like ridiculous. They're just like rapid fire. I think it's more successful in the second half once you kind of understand a little bit what's going on. The first, what's a notable yeah. thing is the first half, you have no, just no concept of what's happening, which I think is no, really fun. No, you have fun. no idea what's going on. I think it's really fun. But um, there's just a lot of funny stuff and a lot of notable stuff. Um, at times, this episode for me is reminiscent of Total Recall, which is my favorite episode of the show. Um, so good. And uh, like, I don't know, the, the Bechdel Tef stuff reminds me of the the summer with the the magic lamb um yes. so it's the, you know like that was that was like oh my god i can't believe it's it's we're doing this that they kind of gag kind of like that um but uh and and then we just get fake payoffs to all of the potential hanging plot threads and i was, oh, it's so good. I was losing my mind at some of the stuff and um just and we get Rick ranting about capitalism at the end. They somehow got that a, vi- a virus. They somehow got a virus joke in there. We'll talk about that. Um, there's a lot of talk of cum gutters. Um, <laughs> okay, I won't lie. I so like because they bleeped it out. Bleeped, I was like, I don't. They bleeped cum. I didn't yes. know what you were saying either. I didn't know what they were saying. I was like, I obviously I understood. Believe, I can't believe you guys I aren't familiar with the term it. cum gutters. Um, okay, I wasn't a hundred percent sure either, but they talk. You know. They, I couldn't figure it out. Like I understood, I understood like the context, obviously, but then like the actual word, the actual. I was like, "What are they saying?" It's great. Yeah, how dare you guys? I, I knew it before this time. moment, but like it took. Like <laughs> yeah, I didn't okay. know until I finished the episode. Felt like they bleeped, and then at the end they said, and I feel like they bleeped it less. That's like at the last time they said it, I don't really understand. But uh, yeah, the 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 come there, that's straight. There's a lot of just like great cutaway gags, and um, just in terms of like just fast paced nonsense, like I, I not nonsense, just like smart nonsense. Like it felt like season two and season the part of season three, Rick and like just core Rick and Morty. Like this felt like not a lot of what season four has been doing i'm a fan of a lot of what season four has been doing but this felt different and a little bit retro and then also just like what this show means for like the the show of rick and morty i felt like this was like a perfect encapsulation of what they've been trying to do with the show and that we've been like why are you just trying to reset 
to the family dynamic. Why I like, um, and they're like, no, fuck you. We're going to do what we want. Like, uh, this, we're, we're going to be, it doesn't mean we can't like, I feel like just cause they had evil Morty in this episode doesn't mean that they made fun of it. doesn't mean we can't really do Rick. Well, I mean, I think this is that thing where like, they're trying to be like, they just wanted like it's part of it. So they just want to do whatever they want, but then also they don't want us to guess what's happening because part because it's true. Part of what is so funny about Rick and Morty is like the shock value of like literally everything in every episode. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And it's yeah. so this episode's just like you know like fuck you, we're Rick and Morty. Also, and like we can see this, and then we can still go. We can still have a lightsaber battle between. Right, I, that's what I, th- I think. Like this has nothing to do with whether we're going to do any of that plot stuff in the future. Right. So, uh, like this I, is just a, again super meta Rick and Morty episode, and that's why it's so great because. So I like the thing was they had the Bechdel test, but the thing is this ep- this episode was about making fun of Rick and Morty. It's about, yeah, making fun of Rick and Morty and making fun of the fans of Rick and Morty and making yeah, fun of yeah, expectations surrounding Rick that. and Morty. It was great. Like, that's why I think that's why it's so funny because, like, when they're like, we're breaking the fifth wall. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I think this is the same thing they've been trying to say for a little while. They end season three with, like, oh, we're going back to the classic family structure. And I reacted so much, but I feel like this is a similar message of, like, the Rick and Morty's just Rick and Morty. Sometimes we'll do something different. Uh, this yeah. this is so much more successful for me when they're saying it here because it's done in such a such a funny and smart and out there way and it's like we're gonna tell also you to, it an anthology train yeah, yeah an anthology and with yes. the story lord we're gonna tell you to fuck off but like we're gonna do it in the most hilarious way yes. and it's like I'm okay with that I'm okay with you telling me to fuck off show if you're really good like this is and this is much better than the season three finale for me so it's like this is okay like I, I, this is selling me on the future of Rick and Morty this and that's kind of most what I want to talk about is like I feel like this as a central this episode and in some ways this is disconnected from everything and, and nonsense but in some ways this is like the central thesis for Rick and Morty I'm good if we proceed with from this foundation. And like, look, of course, I'd prefer not to do uh, the the fucking dragons. The the what, the, what, God. the slut dragons. The slut dragons. Uh, of course, I would prefer I if we don't do that. Uh, like, and I'd do, prefer we do more of this stuff. But if the show's gonna say like we're gonna, you know, that's what we'll do sometimes. Sometimes we'll do other. Like, okay, like I feel like I'm buying it more now, having watched this episode. I will say this 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 fast paced meta ness. Uh, out there-ness is different, I think, than we've seen with a lot of previous episodes this season. I think a lot of episodes are uh, more focused, more ABC um, plot structure. Well, this is, they made fun of it too. Like this episode was like, they were trying so hard. But that's but it was funny as hell. Like, and they were re- trying really hard. And I feel like in in the the one uh, production thing I've seen, Dan is like, uh, we went like went way too far on this episode. And this I feel sometimes they, but they, this was like I loved that they went way too it's far. It's so like, funny. Like, like go further so than Slut Dragons. Take it further. Like uh, do this. Yeah, episode. that's the thing. That's the point of the show. Like that's what we talk about all the time. We take a concept and then we like take it to like absurdity. Slut Dragons didn't go far enough. Like. <laughs> It's not far enough. <laughs> like, like Slut Dragons could have been funnier if you had just taken it somewhere else. Like, you ended on Slut Dragons. We could have pushed it so much further. Yeah, but also... Like they weren't quite a- confident enough with what they had in that moment, but they were very confident here. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, fine. Let's just do it. Let's just go all the way. I, yeah, I really love that they just went all the way here. And, um, you know, like, if, if we come back to this central point with Rick and Morty, and it's like, what is this even... What What is the central point? You just, just, this, just this central crazy out there 
funny meta about about whatever we feel like if we could like we can do an episode that we like less or something but we just got to get back to this point and then i'm okay with wherever we're going with rick and marty well it's one of those things like and i think that's something too is that like you know you have here in the outline does this confirm rick and morty is a show about nothing well it is and it isn't like rick and morty is just rick and morty and so it's one of those things it's where like, like, it's like it's not a show about nothing it's a show about whatever it is which is just rick and morty yeah yeah because that's the yeah. thing like and again, like we talk about it, like the stuff we like about this show, like the interdimensional shit. We got like a million, like there's so many different Rick and Mortys that like we could be doing, like we could watch a whole season and we're like, oh, it's not our Rick and Morty. And we wouldn't know. Like that's the <laughs> thing. Like they can do stuff like that. So it doesn't matter. Like, like we can have plot and then like, it just doesn't, I think that's something like, I think that's another thing that's like kind of freeing about this show. Like, well, it's like they showed like remember none of nothing out there is ca- is canon, but like it doesn't matter. Yeah, this it does this does feel so freeing. This episode, I feel like like yeah, it, you know, it's like I feel like. Which the- do we like plot? Yes, but then it's also like the reason we watch Rick and Morty is because it's hysterical. Like yeah. Yeah, I like I, I like I would love for us to do something with Evil Morty, but like I care much more about the show feeling like I felt watching this episode. If like, I don't sense. think we'd be satisfied watching a whole season about Evil Morty. Like, yeah, we, and don't I don't, want, yeah like, we don't want that. Yeah, like like the strength of the show is like one interdimensional cable and then also like just that kind of stuff. But then also like it's not just the plot. It's also this universe that Rick and Morty exists in. And I'll say, I think this yeah. th- this is this season's interdimensional cable. I feel like we referenced it a few times at the end. Rick's like, okay, we're going to watch interdimensional cable. And that's what I love so much about it, too, is that we're not just doing a third interdimensional cable. We're right. not just falling into this routine of, like... Well, I think it was, like, I was afraid, like, because, like, I'm sorry. Like, interdimensional, interdimensional cable, too, was, like, okay. I thought it was, it was good, It wasn't as good as the first. And then, no. we got, and then we got Morty's mind Because they became benders, so self-aware. Um, and sometimes you Morty's lose the magic. Morty's mind was amazing. Okay, that was really good. Interdimensional cable, too, over Morty's mind. But this is, that's, that's not that time. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, we're, no, we're not going to do an interdimensional cable every season. Now we're going to do this, whatever the fuck this episode is. I love, I prefer like, that so much want. more. Like, just, just do really... this, this nonsense more than a third interdimensional cable. That, that, to me, is also really freeing. I really like Delaney's point about, like, basically, this episode, you, it, it brings up so many things that fans have been talking about, like Evil Marty, like, stuff with Bird Person, like, all these characters that we wonder, like, what's the grander plot that, you know, season three especially seemed to have been building up towards the end. Um, and that kind of blew my mind a little, because I feel like that's, that's, like, where something in me is shifting a little to get a little more on board with this. Because initially, when I watched this, I was like, okay, it just feels like, yeah, it's like a a solid general Rick and Morty episode. But if it's doing what Delaney's saying, and it's just kind of like, there's so much, there's been so much fan speculation and expectation building, because this is a crazy huge fandom. And I wouldn't be surprised if the show team is a little horrified by just the, the, how like loud and vocal and um they, sh- they should be should be horrified how yes. these fans are so to have this episode like tease at all these like all these plot points they've been speculating on and then just kind of throw them out the window and be like no nah, like none of those were real and that's not what we care about and just like yeah we want to do our own thing and it might be different right. from that because that's not our priority and you never know like delaying saying like it keeps you guessing, basically. Like, you never know what's going to be real or not, but that's the fun. Like, I feel like that intentionally kind of rerouting the purpose of the show 
into something that's not quite the same as what's always been, but still like freeing itself from the expectation of its fan base is pretty awesome. And I can totally get behind that as a motivation for season four. And like, this isn't a tr- And I think that another thing they're trying to like enforce is like, you know, they joke about the anthology train, but like this show, like, you know, we just had our Shira podcast. We cover a bunch of shows. This is not a traditional show but it's not family guy either like we have a plot sort of i mean we do we do have a plot there's there are out there are out like there's stuff happening we have plot threads but then also like because whatever the hell bullshit it doesn't matter when it happens because it could be happening all the time so like it's one of those things like well we can have this episode and the next week we could see evil morty or we could see evil morty on episode 75 and it doesn't matter yeah this episode makes me feel a lot better about the 100 episode order that we were like joking but also a little scared of No, that's how (laughs) i feel right like this episode's like Mm -hmm. we're gonna do whatever crazy shit we want like we're worried about like are they gonna have a me seek sequel episode are you just gonna keep bringing in random stuff and it's like this episode they do bring in they bring the abradoff link letter but it's as part of a joke that they're not gonna do that like so it's like it has its own way of handling that and that feels a lot but yeah and i agree it makes you feel better about the 100 episodes like what i like about this show is like we have Rick and Morty and Summer and like we have the family and then we can have whoever the hell else like who like just coming in random episodes like we have the family we don't need like a, like it'll be okay if we never see you know these other characters again. Yeah, I think and I, th- I think so. Um, and the, the other thing I want to say here's how I describe it. I, it's some of the things we're talking about. To me, this episode felt like a perfect encapsulation of Rick and Morty's apathy towards everything. Yes. While also, Oof, but it yes. also is engaging in things the audience does care about while being apathetic towards them at the same time, and it's doing it in a cynical way. And Rick and Morty is like it's a very apathetic show, and it's like okay, there's some things in this episode, the Bechdel test, others that you might say like. Why aren't we making more of a positive moral stance about important things? And I think Rick and Morty, to me, is the only show for me that succeeds in being apathetic. Whereas, like, a South Park typically, for me, fails in not caring about things. Rick and Morty, because of the way that they're able to execute at such a high level, can not take, like, stances on things and be really engaging um, intellectually. Well, I mean, also, they, they do make it a conscious thing to be like Nazis are bad every couple episodes. Like that's pretty intense. Yes, and and then they are working in some messaging more recently. Yeah. Well, and the Bechdel test thing too. Like, you, I think you can interpret the Bechdel test as as uh, progressive messaging. Well, that's the thing. One, okay, it was fucking hysterical. Like one number one, <laughs> it was which so is so funny. Because well, what's something we would never do? Okay, M- Morty. And, but then it's funny too. They're making like, fun of how their the show is is doesn't have enough female characters and stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but at the same time, though, like, Summer and Beth are, like, very strong, like, characters. Granted, you know, they get, like, blown off. But, like, we do have these characters. But then also, while they're doing the Bechdel test, they make fun of, like, other shows' attempts at passing the Bechdel test. Yes, and they are also making fun of the Bechdel test itself, which... Being such a low bar, yeah. And and maybe even the foundations of it. and and it's like all of that is just jumbles together for a lot of people in a hard to decipher way. And then of course some bad people who watch are going to interpret it as like ah they're 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 saying the Bechdel test st- sucks and stuff. And it's frustrating that the show doesn't take more of a stance against those right. types of things. But like it wouldn't be Rick and Morty maybe if it didn't if it if it did too much of that. And I think the show has been moving in a in a better direction with all of that. Although you could, I definitely think there's an interpretation of this episode where they could have been more clear about some things. Yes. Um. But regard, I don't know the Bechdel test scene for me. Like, 
it was, it was so like, fucking hilarious like uh like, and it was it was so good like oh my god like the, the, just the, the way the, like he made Beth and Summer talk about menstruation in like such an yeah. awkward and it's our power yeah. it's our power and they just start shooting beams out of their crotches and, and all the like he like no, like actually, Morty like, like favorite, all like all the female scorpions that's yeah. right no, no, no. the best the best absolutely best part of the episode is when they're like yeah and I'm that one Supreme Court justice yeah, yeah. yeah. even though her name is I, yeah. the one famous lady <laughs> in the court it's so funny like I love oh, it. I lost my shit. <laughs> it was really, it was like, very good. Like, you just have RBG. Like, why? Like, we, lo- we love the Ruth Bader jokes, Delaney. Yeah, like, uh, oh, there's a random so Power- 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 Powerpuff Girls joke about it. I know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. The, RBG jokes, best jokes. The, like, the Beck, the Beck, the Beck test scene is it's it's grounded in this like young boys trying to imagine a feminist exactly. story. Exactly. But it's, it's so also funny. a commentary on how Rick and Morty can be a sexist show, and yeah. it's but it's also maybe a commentary a commentary about how how movies trying to adhere too much to the Bechdel test is stupid and not being organic, and it, it's trying doing like all those things at mm-hmm. once, and but it's succeeding. I feel like because it's grounded, and Rick and Morty's like and Scor- uh, Morty's like and scorpions and scorpions are here, like and it's it's just it's grounded in that, and I feel like it just succeeds kind of on all levels because of of how it's executing in that in that uh, degree, and then at the end. Rick's like, great job, Morty, a feminist masterpiece. And, you know, and then, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, also in the beginning where Morty was like, why is lesbian part of, like... Right. Oh, why, yeah, why is that part of her, like, credentials professionally? Yeah. yeah Which is, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty woke. It's a pretty woke... Uh, I think it's, it's it's at the woke and also not woke. It's a, be a bad people yeah, would say that, too. Fair, and it's, yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's hard to tell what it's saying. I don't care. Um, but overall, it gets there. But then also Rick knows everything about it. Um, I know he's like, what did yeah, and Rick, Rick is like lecturing. <laughs> yeah, and the fact the fact that Rick, like the audience's the bad audience's hero, is is lecturing on the Bechdel test. That's kind of powerful too, right? That he it's thinks incredible. it's important, even though it's a joke. It's important. I don't know. Okay, that that's one of the highlights. I think the Jesus stuff is the other big highlight. Oh my god, that we get Veggie Tales. Oh my veggie god, tales. yes, I know Veggie Tales too. I was like, what is this crazy? What is <laughs> and this? Rick is like, hey Crossy, like, yeah, hey dumb. Crossy, hey. Like oh my god! Yeah, the the concept of they're trying to draw the good stuff out of Rick and Morty, so he goes to uh, he he turns it into a religious story. That, that's just very funny on its own. I'm just not. Oh my god! No, he's like when he just starts talking, and Morty's like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> I literally like. I mean, I just died. Like it, it was, that part was amazing, and then Jesus comes down, and he's and he's like, too. "Yeah," and that's that's a good follow up to the to the previous ones too. Oh, and then everyone's just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah uh nobody wanted to see that shit and then uh morty we literally (laughs) were literally saved by jesus jesus christ tell me in any way how that's offensive Um, yeah 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 yeah, love that and then at the end he's like uh story lord's explaining the origin of of jesus to jesus and um, (laughs) he just he just self-destructs that's how he gets out yeah Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, I think the other other big gag highlight is the tickets please guy and the cum gutters generally recurring. Like anytime um, we talk about blitz and chips, it's the best. Yeah, we got blitz and chits, and it's like, okay, we're oh, we're gonna go back to blitz and chits over hundred episodes. We're gonna, but this is a really funny way to go back to blitz and chits. It's like, like oh my god, like the fact that he comes out and then he goes back to his family and he's like, are you okay, Dad? Are, are you just, real? Are you real? Yeah. 
Uh, and it's, it's, you don't understand that they don't explain that the outside of the trains, the fake stuff in the beginning. It's very hard to. Uh, no, it, no yeah, it's such whiplash. Like when yeah. Delaney was saying halfway through, she felt like she's gonna have a seizure. I'm like, yeah, like no wonder. Like we don't have any semblance of reality. I, I I like I want the show to be nuts like this versus being super grounded in an ABC. Like I would so much prefer this, but at the same time, if they did too much of this, it would get probably get exactly. Tired it's on its, a, it's a balance. Yeah, it's probably a balance. Yeah, um, love the tickets, please, guy and everyone. Like, <laughs> Floaty I love blood that they changes. Yeah, they changes into floaty blood man. Oh, it's the funniest. Yeah. The children are calling it. I'm like, this is terrible. It's just yeah. swirling up there, bleeding over yeah. everyone. There's the virgin guy worshiping him, and then oh, and, um, they, and they kept making like. It, that's just the half of it. Like they just kept making. Oh yeah, that was. Another oh yeah, the half. Of that. It. Yeah. <laughs> the cops were like, "Too soon, too soon." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really good. We Goomby in the beginning. There's a lot of random stuff in the beginning. Um, <laughs> There's just so like it's so. And then they're like, he didn't even save Christmas in that one. Yeah, that was well, yeah. And then we get <laughs> yeah. Story Lord. He's ninety percent cum gutters. Um, I think that all that's good. Uh, in general, it was the tickets. Please go. Oh, he's so ripped! Like wow! Like that. That was just really good. And then him being a good. And Rick is like, "Why did you say that?" Yeah, <laughs> it's great. We had a bird person musical in this episode. Oh my That's god, not even... a bird person musical. That, that was like Rick just like gently cups his face. Yeah, um, and he's then like, I'm and the bird and a person. Like it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And then back before the Jesus stuff, when they're trying to suck the anthology uh, out of them, uh, it's the we levers. get the what? Like the levers. They were like relatability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah all the this kind of meta stuff on storytelling. So, yeah. And uh, we get Summer leaving for college. Um, that was good when they're trying to like end it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Abrid Glitter's back. Um, is oh, any Rick, of... starts, Rick starts crying. I know. Is, is any of this canon? It could have been. <laughs> Sad. He that's such a tro- that's such a troll. Yeah, we get the snowball um, and the robot suit. Yeah, yeah. get as part of as part of a bird person war, and we get Tammy and Summer lightsaber fighting. Which I was lost in the my promo. Mind. So oh my god! god. I know. And then she's like, "You was. betrayed me." Like I that know, was, was a little bit. It was a little bit of a betrayal. The thing is, okay. So the thing is, we've had a long running theory that. Uh, that Tammy is this random friend of Summer's in hiding, and they're just like destroying that here with the scene. And I'm so upset and happy at the same time. Yeah, also, this just, and happy. This just generally pays off, like Tammy being a friend of Summer in season one. But also, I feel like it's like, oh, this was gonna, she was gonna be back. COVID. No, I feel like no. I feel like the show's saying we're not doing that here, but it could do that, and that's that's infuriating and hilarious at the same time. But at the uh, same time, like even if they don't do it, the fact that they acknowledged it is amazing. Yeah, they acknowledge yeah, this 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 train of thought we we're on. Not necessarily acknowledging our theory, but the 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 fact that yeah they acknowledged it at all, I think is is very satisfying. And then Evil Morty, everyone on everyone's mind on the show's yeah, mind, he's he's a giant uh, army and very crazy three D animated this part too. And oh uh, yeah, no, they like rotate behind. Yeah, him. that was, was like, a lot. Oh my God. And we have we have like Sith Lord Poopy Butthole with him yes. leading the resistance. Oh my God, uh, or what are the not the you know whatever it is. And uh, yeah, that that's just the biggest troll is like. Um, Here's where we're putting Evil Morty because that's by far their biggest plot thread hanging still, and I would be shocked if we didn't eventually go to Evil Morty. But well, the thing is, Evil Morty never speaks, so like yeah, and he doesn't like die or anything at then. I think he's it's just, just being so deferential to Jesus, and also none of it's canon anyway. It could, it could have it's been. True. Oh my god, you it's so it could have been. Well, it's like yeah. oh, why aren't we talking about the part where they keep, they're throwing him out of the train and like we get like the Vietnam like. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, Morty. and then we get Rick as a professor and. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. It's so there's a, good. Yeah, there's a lot of random stuff. Okay, and then at the end, we get uh, 
the the it was all the story train gift that uh, Morty got from the Citadel of Ricks, and Rick starts. Uh, he loves it. He's uh, yeah, oh, thank I you love for it buying so it. Much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you do it in the mouth if you want. Some people do it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> some it's a, that's acceptable in some cultures. Yeah, you just yeah. looked straight into the bleeding jaws of capitalism and said, "Yes, Daddy, please." <laughs> I love this rant so much. I like love this more this than actually, his other rants. I think this is my favorite rant. Yeah, me too. This, I, somehow this is better than Rick and Morty for a hundred years. Like I don't know how this is better. What's well, like? Oh. It's like commenting on the fact that like the 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 merch of this mm. show is insane. Like, and people buy so much Rick and Morty merch. It's so profitable for Adult Swim. I can imagine. So it's There's like a Rick and Morty truck. It's like, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. So it's like it's poking fun of itself in that way too, which is just hilarious. It's yeah, like, and, yeah, we and... know this is kind of obscene, but buy more anyway. And there, there's a grounding of this is about storytelling. This episode and this is commentary at the end about how storytelling is only acceptable to society in the confines of how productive it is via its merchandise. I think there's that element, too, that he's saying. And also, it's generally just a commentary on capitalism, too. With yeah. It's hilarious, yeah. Rick, spouting about how you need to be part of the capitalist society. And he's like, don't turn it, just buy another one. Are you listening? Yeah, just don't turn buy another one. You gotta buy. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I'd prefer Rick, yeah, Rick talking about, like, stupid, like, uh, <laughs> on the side of espousing propaganda in his speech, I like better than Rick and Morty thousand. But although that's good too. Um, I'm sorry, like you know, you're just so good because at first you're like, wow, Rick really likes this present, and then it's just like <laughs> yeah. derails, like yeah, so fast. And I'm just not over Camp Grandpa kiss, and Morty is like, just like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and he's like, do we need to go to the hospital? It was really good. And then to top it all off, at the last line. Uh, nobody's out there shopping with this fucking virus. Uh, where's your fucking wallet? He says. Yeah, that's really good. So, how the how did they work in this virus line? Because this this is not okay. South Park, where no, like, they make the, the show magic. three weeks before. This it's is the, not. It's the magic of you get them to record it, send you the file. They do a little lip flapping switcheroo, <laughs> and there you go. It's not right. that hard. So they probably just ADR'd this. Yeah, did they have to change exactly. the animation? That's that's. I mean, that's a, I, even if you it, just change no, them out, that's a lot of effort. I, no, I, it might not be that much effort. Lip flapping's not that hard. I think maybe the, this maybe is, this is the show takes a long time to make. The show is. I mean, this is. Well, they, also, this is they, on top they, of the regular rewrites they have to do. Just the shape of the mouth itself. I think it was not that difficult. They might. They might have fit in a line that already basically matched what they had. Yeah, they changed yeah. the line. They swapped out a line probably Just to, to make something it similar. And you're yeah. right. Delaney's right. Rick and Morty goes through crazy uh, revisions anyway. Exactly. Uh, but this one was the last few months. And uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure they finished this episode a while ago. Or maybe they didn't and they're just taking, still taking forever on production, which would suck. Um, but it's like, yeah, we wait, we had to wait like a half a year for the, ne- the next five episodes. Like, we'll see how these, these next hundred episodes go. Uh, if they can be more streamlined like they're planning. Uh, but that was like, that was a, that was amazing at then because it's like how did you do that um yeah i was like oh my god no and my, and my fiance was like um did there she was like are there animators okay and it's like i'm probably yeah, not don't, 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 don't put the animators through that that's true uh, and then the stinger is the story train commercial um, it's just, okay the commercial just keeps going it's a really good commercial it's a really the website's good commercial. not real though but um the yeah he said, he said it Maybe it's nice. just not in our reality. That's uh, for the record, if they had bought the website domain just for the purposes of this episode, that would have been the best thing ever. I assume they bought it and just didn't do anything um, but uh, with it. 
Okay. But, but uh, well, I don't know. Uh, you have to you have to buy it if you're going to put on the, the show. Yeah, uh, I would buy it. Yeah, and I, I like I do like how we eventually because the story this episode starts off with no explanation, and we eventually ground it and ground it and ground it until there's like a literal explanation of it being the story train at the end. Which that, I, do I like think how, that's a different. That's a kind of that's like a new sort of like it's kind of like and it's like reverse of what they normally do. Yeah, normally the stinger's like random shit. Yeah. Well, no, I meant like the reverse of how their stories are told. Um, yeah, because it's like the, the heist episode, it's like, okay, I kind of get what we're doing the first time. Then it's like Heistatron goes ballistic in the second half of the episode. Uh, in this episode, we start off crazy and kind of wind down, but we also, yeah. I, but we, we, we stay crazy, but it's just, we start to understand well, we, more. Well, that, like, that's what I mean. Wise. Like, like there's a, di- like, it's usually like, it's, it's different in that, like normally we have a concept and then we take that concept to oblivion. In this case, we started out in oblivion. And then yeah. we found out what we were doing. And we kind of found out. And I really liked that, yeah. Um, okay, Delaney, any, uh, anything else from the episode, uh, random jokes you want to highlight or last thoughts on the episode? I don't even know. Like, this episode is <laughs> really so funny. Like, I just, it was so funny. The Bechdel test stuff was just ridiculous. Oh, the, 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 ask, the lower into acid guy, I think, was really funny in the beginning. Oh, that was oh, good. He was, he, was good. Was, he was good. He was like, and I have to kill him because he's a liar. Yeah. Uh, oh, and so. also, like, it was really good when, like, Morty told his first story, and Rick was like, that is the worst story ever. And he was like, I didn't realize that it was going to be so in- on theme with other dumb bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, too. <laughs> He's yeah, like, was... yeah, I expected it to be bad, but I didn't expect it to be that bad. Yeah, it was really good. A lot of yeah, fun commentary lines like that, yeah. Michelle, any anything else in the episode? Just really like the ticket please guy floating around every so often, <laughs> just with his innards everywhere, freaking out so passengers. Oh, and weird. then of course the whole like the guy was like, Oh my god, no, when it was like you're a virgin to save the universe. Yeah. That's <laughs> so hot. And then like <laughs> so funny. So stupid. The guy's like, uh we've been on this train song and no one's taking our tickets. And then and he's just like, like ah, and he's just, <laughs> so against the window. Okay, yeah. I was, there's so much I love here. And oh, this, I really like the continuity. Like the guy who's like, uh, well, if they if you shot it and there's always been a continuity explosion, then they could be anywhere. And like, no, that's stupid. Yeah, the whole cops <laughs> thing is like, what? Yeah, okay, what? That is was this? really. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I really like the. What did they do wrong? They shot the passengers. No. No. Yeah, that was good too. <laughs> good commentary. And then, too, like, yeah. and in the second video, they're like, drop the shot. Drop it and they shoot them anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that was good. I like that. Um, yeah, so that, 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 yeah, I think the explanation of why this episode stood out so much, and I like the what we explored with what the show is, which is it's hard to pin down, but I think we did. A, well, I think the, the difference is that like the show does stuff and like explores things, but like again, like as opposed to other shows, like it really doesn't make a judgment, but it's almost a judgment just because they show it as opposed to showing it and laughing at it, like. Rick and Morty, like, stuff happens, and, like, I mean, Rick thinks everything's stupid, but, like, I don't know, like, 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 the cop stuff, like, Rick didn't make any commentary on it, it's just you watching it. Yeah, it's true. It le- it does leave stuff open for interpretation, maybe for better or for worse, but, uh, yeah, and it, I think it guides you in enough of a direction. Yeah. Um, and then we also have Morty, who was, like, actually a nice person but then also like morty like when like like they sh- like they killed um yeah Mor- morty was fighting people left and well, right well no no, no. But morty, morty shot tickets uh tickets please guy and he was tickets like he was in a lot of pain and he was like he was in a lot of pain <laughs> he had mercy oh yeah that's true yeah. he made okay. yeah 
Dimitri yeah, died. That's just there. There's a lot of small stuff that's thrown in there, but I like that. But yeah, but yeah, I think I think we did a, a we we tried to explore what this means for the show, and we'll see how the rest of the season plays out, kind of with this in mind. Uh, next week we have an alien parody, so maybe oh, going yeah! in a more traditional Finally! route. But yeah, that well, is we'll happening. See. You can never tell. And then the week after, we have the Vat of Acid episode, which I'm very excited for. I am excited about the Vat of Acid episode. <laughs> oh my god, what if it's related to this Vat of Acid? Yeah, that's what there is thinking. a Vat of there is lower into the Acid guy here, so we're starting to have a theme. There's a theme. Yeah, people think this might be a Joker thing. We'll see. That'd be very exciting. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh man, go go for the Joker. Just go the for it. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, but the, yeah, those are more traditional. We're parodying a thing. Like that's next week. Yeah. So like the show can do that type of episode. It can do this type of episode. So we'll see how it executes on maybe more tra- for of a traditional thing. Or maybe next week will be crazy like this one. Who knows? Um, so yeah, we'll be back to talk about it whenever we feel like. So we'll we'll see when that is. No promises for it to be soon. Uh, that's the <laughs> that's the yeah. conclusion. So we do what we want. Like Rick and Morty. Yeah. Do well. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, like Rick and Morty, we'll be here. We'll do what we want and when we feel like it. And um, subscribe to not miss whenever there's overlyanimated.com. Search overlyanimated Rick and Morty. YouTube.com/slash overlyanimated. We have a Rick and Morty channel on our Discord. You can talk about Rick and Morty at overlyanimated.com/slash Discord. And you can support us if you enjoyed this at overly animated, uh, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Death Dr. Cabbage Head. And thanks as well as to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, you, Michael, and Needle. Um, other, all, all the other shows, check all that out at overlyanimated.com. I don't know how relevant. I, I will say, uh, Solar Opposites is coming out, and we probably will have a podcast on yeah. that. That is from Rick and Morty people. So it's um, literally Rick and Morty, but they're aliens. It's coming out on Friday, uh, relative to oh, the one wow. May is a lot. May is a lot. But it's exciting. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to Solar Opposites. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.